So say that again. Dubai Airport sees 21 million passengers daily. Wow. I think it's the first stat cash. I read some, something somewhere and it was definitely, a, it was like a wow, that's incredible increase. So if anyone can come back to us whether Dubai Airport traffic has increased by 96% or whether this is another cash special, <laughs> <laughs> let us know and we'll come back to you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Taking Care of Business. You've got Mark and myself again because I think the lads, as in Carl and Lewis, are still picking themselves up off the floor after the agonising penalty defeat of Coventry City in the playoff final. So we've got a few interesting topics to talk about today. We've also got Cash, who some of you will know from Catching Up With Cash, sat just off camera there. So if we miss anything that we've got on, on our list to talk about, Cash is going to shout out to us and, and make sure we highlight. And also a tendency to give us miss or misadvisors with false information, yep. just for the record. So there is an episode in the last three months where there is some incorrect information on there that was provided by Cash. So the eagle-eyed viewers amongst you, see if you can find it's it. It's our fault, Paul. We can't blame Cash. It's and we'll do a prize. No, we're blaming Cash. It's Cash's fault. <laughs> okay, so let's kick things off. We've got four topics to talk about today. The first one is the sold comparable data we've now got on the Allsop and Allsop website. So I don't know if Mark, if you can tell everyone a little bit about what that is. Do you know, I think it's been a long time coming, Paul, to be honest. Um, when we, or before we came on, on air, we were talking about back in the day when we first started, obviously me at 15 years ago, you 12 years ago. And the hardest part for any, I want to start with internally first, but the hardest part for any prospective broker would be price comparisons. And obviously we put people into specific areas. And the first thing that an owner or a landlord would say when we speak to someone is, okay, how much can you get me? So initially it's nigh on impossible for anyone new who's starting to, um, to understand or gauge what a price should be for that specific tower or, or development. So now we've brought into place where we've partnered up with Property Monitor and the land department where we have comparable data. So why it's important from, from our side, it shows live, um, correct, informative information of what is sold in specific areas over the last, we can, we can go back historically, what is it? It's, yeah, so there were months. six months, so the, the way we've got it on the, the site, I'll actually come on to in a minute, but you're exactly right in what you're saying. And what I want to be careful of, this isn't like, it's not a bash to buy, we've not had the data. If you think the UK property market, where certainly I've got experience in, is hundreds of years old, really. The Dubai property market is what, 20, 25 yeah. years old. So it is, it is an evolutionary process. But I remember before I moved out to, to come and work for Allsop and Allsop, there's only really Dubizzle as the main property portal then. And because I worked in a state agency in the UK, I thought, okay, I'll jump on the portals. I'll try and see some information, some data, see what's going on. There must've been 250,000 listings of all different quality price variances, picture variances, and basically it's the Wild West. You, you have no same, idea. It's the same now. And obviously we're, we're starting to clean up. I think there's 118,000 listings on one of the um, main portals. That's gonna be whittled down. And what, again, what we're finding, what, going back to what I said before, from a training point of view, it's it's unbelievable for us. But then from a transparency point of view, when we are speaking to landlords, and listen, we speak to landlords every single day and sellers every single day, and not just us, there's obviously an accumulation of thousands of other 
other agents who are vying for the same property. And I think with this sole compatible data we have, we can actually, we're at the forefront, I believe, in the market at the moment, when we are speaking to landlords, when we are speaking to sellers, to actually have a good conversation. Instead of speaking to a client and saying that your property's worth X, when we don't have any factual information, or we didn't have any factual information, it was actually, you know, it was maybe where the mouth, or it was down to our colleagues, or it was on, again, one of the portals. Now we can say, well, listen, in the last three to six months, your property in Springs, let's say a Springs 3M, is now worth X. We feel it's worth X because not only us, it's not just that information as well, it's information in the, in market. the whole market. So we can see what 3Ms have sold in the last three months and we can send in a PDF, which will go to the client. And again, it's, it's actually legitimate. It's legitimate what we're doing and it's live information. So whilst you see the Wild West, it's not the Wild West, it's far from that, it's getting much better. This will, I think, be so beneficial for the market. Because I think, listen, I think people are gonna follow suit and I hope they do. Because again, it goes to that transparency. Oh, the more data and more transparency, so the better, 100%. Um, so this information, it's on the Allsop and Allsop website. It's under any property listing. If you scroll down, you'll see at the bottom, you see a selection of uh, either sale or rental information. Then there's an option to uh, to download a further report, which give you more information, as well as trend uh, trend graphs for the last, I think it's up to, to six months that we go to. Six months, you had to go, and you can get it on, uh, on WhatsApp and email as well, whatever you prefer. Yeah, um, it's really good. For me, it's the latest iteration for, a few years now, actually, we've done the monthly market reports, the quarterly ones, the annual ones, which is, is trying to get information to the market. This, the website's updated every 24 hours. So now we're giving almost real-time information to, to anyone that wants to see it. No, listen, I, I, think, I think I said at the start, it's, for me, it's the best tool that we've implemented over the last 15 years. And it's something that, obviously, we've been campaigning for, for some time now, and it's, it's obviously come to the fore now in the last couple of months. Good. On to the next topic, unless Cash is going to shout out and tell us that we've missed anything. It's a good point, yeah. So it, it just empowers the agents with more information and more knowledge. It helps them it helps them get back to clients quicker in a way because they, they can the agents can download a report and send it to a buyer or seller, tenant and landlord and, and keep them up to date and it's on a the market. Point as well, Paul. Instead of, you know, speaking about nonsense, pe people don't <laughs> want to... Not that our agents talk nonsense. No, but, do, no, but listen, <laughs> they do. No one wants to speak about, have a 15, 20 minute conversation about yeah. how the day is or how, whatever it might be, about Dubai. Everyone knows what Dubai is about. If you're speaking to someone about something specific, get to the point. Did you know that your property was, uh, similar properties to you sold at this, at this price? It's relevant information, even if it's not relevant, it's a free market appraisal. You know, if you're not in the market to sell or to rent your property, it's something in the back of your mind. You think, do you know what? Paul from Allsop has come back to me and, and give me some vital information that might stand me in good stead in the next three or four weeks. Because, listen, Dubai sold Sanzi and Paul as well. So if we're at the forefront of people's minds, again, it can only bode well for us. Yeah, 100%. Okay, on to the next topic. And I'll let Mark uh, lead with this one as well, because it's always a favorite topic of yours yeah. in terms of square foot prices. Um, in Dubai, what things are going for at the moment, a couple of recent transactions, and then how that maybe compares to the UK or the US or yeah, other parts well, of the world. There was um, a penthouse that sold in the Masa Al Arab, 
which is the um, development where Jumeirah Beach Hotel is, sold for uh, 420 million dirhams. It's 24,000 square foot, and I think it works out to 17,000 dirham per square foot. Um, similarly to that, there was another unit that sold in Ava, which is part of the Dorchester collection, yep. which is just next to um, One Palm. That sold for 220 million dirhams recently. I think that was 30, 34,000 square foot, I think it was. So as you can see, I think people are still, buzzword is, is, is the luxury market. It's every week, we just said before, every yeah. week there's a different unit or a different penthouse or different apartments that's sold and it competes or beats the previous record, which Marcel Al-Arab Al has, has done. And obviously you've seen the Bugatti, the launch last week in the Echo Arena. Was the Echo Arena? Um, the the Coca-Cola Arena. You were back in Liverpool. Back in Liverpool, sorry. <laughs> Um, and the penthouse there has been put up for seven. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no free Bugattis being given out in Liverpool. I, I can assure you of that. Um, and that's gone on a mark for 750 million dirhams, which when you look at it, you look at the ones that I've just mentioned there, Ava and Marsha Al Arab, it's beachfront living. Whereas the Bugatti residences, which is done by Bingatti, is in Business Bay. So there's a different concept there. And I'm just trying to fathom out where are they getting the 750 price from? Are they going to include a car? What are they going to include? Yeah. Because it's a massive price tag. It's waterfront now as well. And to, to go off topic a little bit. Do you the, mean the two unit, the, the first two units you mean? The yeah. Palm, but yeah. also Business Bay. You've got the, the canal. But you're not going to get a view. You are saying that you've got a 360, so you're going to, yeah, yeah. In fact, you will do, yeah. I think yeah. In, in any major city in the world, anything that's by the water mm. sells well. We had the announcement last week of the, the beach extensions and yeah. what that might mean for Dubai. And yeah. we said at the time, just anything that is by water, people will people will wrap it up. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, you, I've said you might balk at that price at 750. That wouldn't surprise me if it, if it sold. Obviously, it's been packaged up nice in, in the Coca-Cola arena. Um, I wouldn't surprise me if it's, I think what people are doing is they're competing for the next big thing. Say the Marshall Arab, the Ava. I think the Ava residences was actually the most expensive property sold, or sorry, apartment sold on the palm. Um, so that's another record wow, yeah. as well. But yeah, you're right. Anything by the water is, is selling. So 17,000 dirhams a square foot. How's that comparing to elsewhere in the world? Well, again, I, I love this one because I, I've done a quick search before on um, Zillow which is obviously the, the, the main portal in the States. And I just typed in New York. So there's an apartment in New York um, overlooking, um, what's it called? Central Park? Park. Central Park. That was coming out to 52,000 dirham per square foot wow. for an apartment. Don't get me wrong, it'd been on the market for six months. So it's not actually sold. Uh, and then I put in um, One High Park, which is obviously a favorite of mine on the podcast. One High Park, there's a 9,000 square foot unit for 60 million dirhams. Let's work it out to 264 million dirhams. You're looking 60 at 60 million pounds, sorry. Sorry, 60 million pounds. Accumulated that to uh, in dirhams, which is 264. It works out to around about 29,700 dirhams per square foot. So price of 17,000 dirhams per square foot is still, it's still very, very expensive, but there's still a little bit to go with. But for these, the these for, for the high net worth individuals and ultra high net worth individuals that are coming over that are used to places like New York and London, yeah, we see these prices maybe as um, as higher to maybe what we've seen over the last few years in Dubai. 
but but they're actually not. And for the for people who are moving over from other major cities in the world, they're not, they're like, not high prices. You look at Marsha Al, Al Arab or Al, Al Arab, and you look at where it's located. That stretch of Mile Beach for me is what I about one of the best stretches of, of beaches in the in the world. Where you've got obviously the new um, Jumeirah Beach with the Marsha Al Arab. You've got Al Nasim. You've got Mina Salam. You've got all Beige Al Arab as well. Where are you getting a better yeah, stretch than that? No, so nothing. yeah, it's it is expensive, but comparable to your major cities again, and it's boring because I think every time, certainly when I'm on 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 the pod, we talk about comparable cities, and you can't compare New York or Hong Kong or London to to Dubai. And I just I just laugh at it now. I will laugh at it because we are seeing such a transition for high net worth individuals coming from these um, these cities to Dubai for the lifestyle, for the climate or whatever it might be. And this now is becoming a norm. And safety. And safety, safety is a, thing, a, a big thing. A massive one, yeah. Okay, on to the third of our four topics today, which isn't directly UAE related. However, it's a bit of a call out from us for UK buy to let uh, investors and potential investors. So overnight, there was a, an, a mortgage rate increase in the UK of 0.25%, which on its own, isn't too much of a, a shocking thing, more than expected. But what we're actually it's the twelfth, I think, it was the twelfth increase since twenty twenty one. Correct. Yeah. So it's the the the, uh, the interest rate in the UK at the moment is the highest since two thousand and eight, which is what fifteen years ago. Yeah. Fifteen years ago now. So, but that on its own isn't the most significant thing. What we're also seeing is lenders pulling products and increasing rates by higher than that. And on the back of increasing regulation and tax implications of owning buy-to-let properties in a portfolio in the UK over the last probably five to 10 years with some of the, the regulations and what have you, the attractiveness of buy-to-let ownership in the UK has been dwindling yep. for some time now, which is why I say it's on the back of this news, it's a bit of a call out really. What do, what do you think that's from? What's the main reasons for that, do you think? What, what the- um, Buy-to-let. What, that it's, it's dwindling down? Yeah. I think there's many reasons. I think there's a, a um, one, there's a lot, a lot of individuals building up big portfolios and maybe at the time the government thought the, they were building up this wealth and mm. maybe there wasn't enough taxation from the government's point yeah. of view at the time. So they've decided to increase the taxation. To, take, take, take all the time. Yeah, I think, and in terms of the banks, maybe the banks is just a, a risk assessment as banks do, as, yeah. as people get, take on more and more kind of debt with bigger and bigger portfolios. Maybe the banks are just thinking, well, hang on, let's scale back things yeah. a little bit here. We're not prepared to, we're not prepared to keep lending, mm. lending as we have been. It's, and you look at what's been happening here with, um, with interest rates. And I seen something the other day, and it was a lady who was speaking about where the interest rates have gone or are going. And I put into, into perspective what's happening here. I think we've seen Again, we've seen rates rise significantly since, similar to, to the UK. But what you'll find, Paul, if you see the way the market is is now, even when the prices or the interest rates are going up, imagine what it's going to be like when they start bringing the interest rates down. And is there going to be a stampede? There's going to be a surge? Because at this moment in time, it doesn't really seem to be having a, too much of an effect. Touch wood, it stays like that. But when it comes down, what happens then? But it's always the way. 
people are always a little bit reluctant, but then when it comes down, it's like, wow, we need to get back on the stadium. Yeah, and lowers the barrier to entry as well. Absolutely, yeah. It makes it more affordable yeah. for more people. So our, the head of our developer sales team, Finton, I think we'll be doing a couple of webinars over the next couple of weeks. And like I say, Dubai is an incredibly attractive place. We've talked about the market and the square foot prices and, and everything that's happening. So if there's anyone in the UK that's interested to know more, get in touch. I think the margins as well, Paul, just to touch on that, the margins for for here compared to the UK are just so, I'm saying so vast. I've got a friend who's come over today and he wants to, wants to speak about what we're talking about here, buying and, and, and investing in Dubai because he said the margins in the UK at the moment are just, so small, so yeah. this time, no. Okay, on to the last point of today. Again, news coming out in the last couple of days concerning the holiday home uh, market within Dubai. And we know from our holiday home team that that is a market that's, that's flying at the moment. Yeah. Rates are high, occupancies are really high. There's property owners making um, a, a lot of good return on the investments at the moment. So the latest announcement is that all holiday homes will need a QR code displayed on the front door yep. that tells everyone about basically the, the holiday home property, the rates, probably some pictures of the interior, et cetera, et cetera. So what does that mean and why do we think it's good? Again, going on to, for, or if you want to touch on our first point about our compatible data and transparency and, and, and everything like that, it's similar to this. You know, I think they're putting a QR on, not the front door, but where you have your D-Web and obviously you, you, you go onto it and you can see um, all the details of, of the property. And it's just, again, it's not fabricated. It's live information. It's correct information. Again, similar to our listings, what we've just been looking at before, Paul, with the QR codes for Trakizi. When you go onto it, it just gives, gives you all the details. Yep. It obviously give you the, the apartment numbers or the villa numbers, but it just goes back to being transparent and having legitimate listings and for everyone to see, and it's out there in the market. But listen, we always, I think we, in the past, we've always been a bit of a, not in the past, but let's say five, six years ago, we were always hoarding our listings or we didn't want anyone to know what we had, but now it's out there in the general market. And I think it's great for the market. And this is great for the market as well. But yet holiday homes at the moment, it's from where, probably in the last two or three years, it's just spiraled out, it's not it's out of control. No, it's not out of control, but it has, it, it's exploded. Yeah. It's what I'd say. And, Dubai is now like, again, we're making the major city comparison where Airbnbs are they're everywhere in major cities all over the world. And Dubai has really caught up in the last two or three years. And this just gives gives greater confidence, ease of booking, more, more transparency in the market by, by having all the information on you display. You just said it there, ease. Everyone wants in Dubai. And that's, we can talk about lifestyle and climate and, and um, all these opportunities in Dubai, but what it does, in every sector, it makes everything easy for you, whether it be delivery, whether it be QR codes, whether it be whatever, your property search, everything is so easy to do compared to, again, other major cities. True. Good. Before we wrap up, Cash, anything we've missed? Anything we need to add? Yeah, that's a very good point that we should make. Dubai is the number one TripAdvisor yeah, holiday think, destination I in the world. I think we should have said that. Yeah, it's quite a big one. And that's, and that, you know, going off the trying to book a um, couple of nights stay last week in one of the nice hotels, the rates are ridiculously high as well. And that just shows how many people come to Dubai. And why to use a holiday home. Exactly, exactly. 
Good. Thank you, as always, for watching, guys. Any questions, comments, anything you want us to talk about in future, let us know. In the meantime, if you could like, share, and comment, it would be very much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you.